When you think about standing out or you read Instagram posts or blog posts about how do you stand out in the online space, the focus is typically on yourself, how you're different, how your personality makes you unique, or what your story adds to your one-of-a-kindness. And while these elements are important, I think they're missing a big, big, big opportunity to differentiate yourself, an opportunity to really make your business stand out by not focusing just solely on what makes you different, shifting that focus to your audience, to your right clients and customers so that they feel seen, heard, and listened to in your messaging. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Why focusing on your audience and your clients is one of the fastest ways to become the only option to them. So let's do this. You're listening to the Rebel Uprising Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping passionate business owners become recognized leaders who make more money and impact the world by turning their messy, complicated ideas into thriving thought leadership businesses. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Mazer, and I'll be your no BS guide in the art of building a business that gets noticed. Each week, I share strategies, tools, and insights on how to turn your complicated ideas into great messages and solid business structures. Are you ready to create an uprising in your industry? Let's do this. So what we're going to do today is dive back into the bold framework. And to remind you, on the last episode of the pod, we talked about the B in the bold framework, which is be the only in your industry. And to be the only you need to claim what you're the best in the world at. And today we're going to focus on the O, which is being other-focused, being in the service of others, which is really what essentially thought leadership is for, changing other people. And in the next two episodes, we'll talk about the L, which is leadership, and the D, which is direction. So, Last week, we talked about being the only. And now let's talk about the O, other focused. And that means knowing who your business is for and creating a space of belonging for those people. And when I say we want to know who our business is for, that also means knowing who your business is is not for. I want to tell you that being other focused is more than just being clear on who your ideal client avatar is. And a side note about all of those client avatars that so many business coaches and marketing coaches have you do. Ideal client 
exercises are bullshit. And it is the fastest way to blend in when really you need your message to resonate with the right people so that it stands out. And to me, being other focused means talking to real people, the people who are your clients, the people who are already in your audience. So ditch the ideal client avatar. Go ahead and interview four or five of your best clients about why they chose to work with you. What else did they try before this? Do some audience research or hire someone to do audience research for you because the ideal client avatar, that is a made up person that doesn't actually exist. Being other focused means we use the language of the people who actually exist that we actually love working with. It's going to make a world of difference in how you stand out in the online space. Also, being other focused is about creating a space where people can see themselves belonging. They belong in your community, in your brand, and in your business. So how else can we do that outside of being explicit on who we are for and who we are not for? So one way we can do that in a very practical sense is an I versus you ratio. So one of the things people ask me all the time is in their social media, they'll say, Michelle, I take all this time, I spend like 36 minutes writing a great social media post and I don't get any engagement. And I'll take a look at their social media post and I can tell them exactly why. The post is all about them. It's all I language. It's I, it's me, it's my. There's no room for the other person. So of course they don't get any engagement. And it's the same when I go to somebody's website copy, when I hear all about I and me and my business, and this is what we believe. There's no room for the other person who is reading. So I think it's very important to have a 20-80 ratio with your content. 20% of your content can be focused on you, the other 80% should be focused on your people. So you can do this simply by just looking at the pronouns. 20% of your pronouns can be like I and me. The other 80% should be you pronouns. Talk to your people. Ask them questions. Engage them. So your action step here is to go look at your copy. Look at your last five social media posts. What's your ratio? Is it 20% focused on you and your business? And is it 80% focused on the people you're talking to? Or is it 50-50? Is it 80-20 the other way? Because once you start focusing on other people, you'll see them want to engage with you more. A second way to be more 
other focused is to create room for self-reflection in your business. And by self-reflection, I mean having space when people engage with your content, with your social media, for them to think about themselves. One of the most powerful things about the three-word rebellion is that when you come up with a great three-word rebellion, it makes people curious about what it means, but it also makes people ask, what does this mean for me, because people love thinking about themselves, right? And this is why quizzes make such wonderful opt-ins, lead magnets, or I like to think of them as community builders, if you listen to that episode, Building Your Email List, because we see a quiz and we want to know more about ourselves. And I really believe like Seth Godin, he is a master at writing for self-reflection. He sends daily emails that make us think about ourselves because he's always answering questions. So here's your action step. How can you create more room for people to reflect on your work? in your content, in your copy, in what you're posting on social media? How can you create that room for self-reflection where they're thinking about themselves, where they're answering questions about themselves? How can you do that more or do it better? So you're not always asking them questions necessarily, but you're like Seth Godin and implying questions. And if you're not on Seth Godin's email list, if you want a masterclass in this every single day, I highly recommend your action could be signing up for his email list and reading it not for the content, but for how he writes. If you haven't noticed, do you see what I'm doing with these action steps? I'm making you self-reflect. Ha ha. Interesting, right? (laughs) And finally, the reason this other focus is so important and why it should be a part of your thought leadership is because people love thinking about themselves. And it may sound so counterintuitive, but if you want your business to be memorable, if you want it to stand out, the thing that you must do is create a place for people to think about themselves, because that is what's truly going to make you stand out in their minds. You're going to be the person who helped them have a realization about themselves that brought them to an aha moment. That is what's going to create that stickiness, that memorableness that you're looking for. So what's one thing you can do to be more bold and more other focused in your business and your thought leadership? Do you need to go look at your copy and see how other focused you are? Maybe you need a new opt-in or community builder that's asking more questions, having people take more actions. I'd love to know the one action that you're going to take from this podcast episode. So come find me on Instagram. I'm at Dr. Michelle Mazer and send me a DM and let me know what action you took. 
And if you find yourself doubting that you are hitting the mark with your message, you're just not sure if people are able to see themselves in your copy, in the marketing that you're doing. That is something we can look at during a bold messaging session. And frankly, it's one of my favorite things to look at. Like, how do we make your message more audience-centric so people think about it and want to do business with you? A bold messaging session is the way to get a one-off 90-minute session with me where we dive into your existing message and make it clearer, more memorable, and more desirable to your right person. So if that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to have my brain and 25 years of experience on your business and your message, go to drmichellemazur.com slash bold and book your session. So until next time, create a bold message by being other focused. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the show. Your support means the world to me. Did you know the Rebel Uprising podcast has a quiz that can help you pinpoint the number one way to build an audience of super fans while staying true to your unique personality? We do, and it's called What's Your Rebel Roadmap to Exponential Impact and Influence? And you can take it at therebelquiz.com. If you're loving the podcast, do us a favor, rate and leave us a quick five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps more people like you find the show. Until next week, remember, your ideas matter. And now get back out there and cause an uprising in your industry. You got this.